Hey everybody, we're going to talk about orcs, because uh, orcs are a fantasy staple of many settings, including our own, but they're one that uh, our game has barely touched on. They barely dang showed up, and that seems unfair. They seem like nice enough folks. Yeah. I mean, part of the things with the way 13th Age works is, one of the many things that icon relationships do is they tell you what your party's most interested in, and apparently our party's only vaguely interested in orcs, and only... Uh, <laughs> later when they started getting bonus dice by leveling up at that. So. Yeah. Well, these things happen. Though, I do have to say, next session, session 76, the one that comes after this one you just listened to, uh, we do get into orcs a little bit finally, and what I we do get into, I like a lot. Yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk about what the orcs have been up to. Um, they, they clearly do exist, even if they're not butting in all the time, like, say, the Lord of Devils. Or, or the rogue elements. <laughs> yeah. So... Going back to prehistory, uh, orcs were created by elves to take care of the dang wizard king, mm-hmm. who, had, who was rapidly becoming the lich king. In a uh, secret uh, facility, which is now known as Equinox Manor, number one yeah. honeymoon destination. <laughs> you know, that old haunted place. Times change. That they so, did. So, the orcs did it. They were incredibly successful. And then the elves were like, cool, thanks. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> See ya. So, uh, yeah, it's like a tool without a purpose, but that's that's normally but not so cruel unless the tool is a person. Uh, yeah. is a whole entire people. Uh, Seriously. So looking at this from the orc's perspective, it's basically uh, being created, uh, being told exactly what your purpose is, accomplishing that purpose, and then being shunted off to wander the frozen wasteland forever. Our, our orcs are a tragic people. Yeah, and I'd be bitter. I'd be bitter too if that happens. I think, I think it only gets worse though, uh, with the way half orcs work, like rules as written. The yeah. the idea that that's just a thing that happens, uh, like in places with druidic or wild influence as a way to like be a bulwark against the wild. Do you think that's a weird sort of fantasy, like, cultural appropriation? I think, like... I don't know about full-on <laughs> cultural appropriation, but I think it really sucks for orcs that, like... That even then, like, th- their entire, like, biological stuff is still just a tool used for other people. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it says in the core book that half-orcs have become a symbol of the Empire's strength. And it really sucks that, like, <laughs> hey, orcs totally aren't welcome, but half-orcs, ooh, they're the best. Yeah, right, guys? That's just putting out a cigarette on orcs' collective faces right there. And don't don't even get those orcs started on Tusk. Uh. Tusk is pretty bad. <laughs> Let's... Do you... So, if the half-elf thing... If that's... What if we say that that's all, pretty much all magic-based? Like, mm-hmm. the... the mystical communion unconsciousness of the elves reaching out and touching others and causing them to become half elves as they grow up or something but with half orcs like we get into it more next session but we've gone a pretty organic bioorganic titan route with these yeah orcs. yeah so maybe it is all just in the blood yeah maybe it's it's orcs. something that gets in the groundwater you know yeah, maybe, a, a yeah. certain kind of of Battle mana. Maybe it's more li- more literally in the blood than yeah. most bloodlines. It's like, oh, your great great grandfather drank tainted well water that an orc 
had bled in eons ago and how you're a half-orc. Uh, but hey, it's that's pretty cool, potent. being a half-orc. Yeah, maybe... I was throwing this around idea around earlier that it logically follows that if the orcs come from such a bio-organic background, then it follows that they would probably be like the best doctors and surgeons in the Empire. Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot because it's something that no other culture in 13th Age Core has is like just an understanding of the body as mm-hmm. flesh and blood. Like, sure, the Crusader likes seeing a lot of flesh and blood, <laughs> but I don't think he really gets it. it. It's more disassembly than assembly. Yeah, exactly. And then, like, minutes after typing that, I found this cool-ass picture of, like, a bio-organic robot, and I was like, hey... This is what an orc battlesuit looks like. And I think you'll see that in the show notes, but you know what else you're going to see dominating those show notes? Oh, yeah. There's some PelgrimePress.com links in there. What? Yeah! Now, the thing is, uh, Wade Rocket, who we've mentioned, friend of the show a few times, uh, got in contact with us to uh, knowing that there's a whole lot of uh, 13th Age fans that listen to our show, funny enough. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't know how we figured that one out. I must have taken like a lot of testing, polling. What a genius! I mean, he is a uh, he is their public relations Social media ninja? expert. Is that what you're trying to say <laughs> he's the, he's their actual literal PR guy. That is his job. So yeah, he knows that sort of thing. So tell me about this and tell me about this exclusive Pelgrane Press press packet material press. Well, basically, there are a couple upcoming supplements called uh, the Battle Scenes series. Uh, they're books that just have, well, a bunch of battle scenes, but uh, just like the Bestiary is more than a bunch of monsters, and uh, the Book of Loot is more than just a list of... Well, the Book of Loot is still just a list of a bunch of loot, but it's very good. Well, it, has, it also has ideas on how to use it. It does, it does. Uh, but in any case, battle scenes is the same way. You've got some pre-made encounters, but they tend to... Uh, I mean, I haven't read the book. I've just gotten this preview material, but it has some... It, it's nine pages for one fight. It's uh, ways to use uh, new trap mechanics, uh, ways to uh, crank things up or down, ways to tell different stories with this one orc-based encounter. That's that, it's a lot of uh, interesting stuff in there. So uh, there are going to be two of these books. There's uh, there's the Crowned Commands battle scenes for four icons and Fire and Faith battle scenes for four icons. There's there's a theme here. However, we got preview material for High Magic and Low Cunning, uh, which is oh yeah, that's right up our alley. <laughs> Remember Might versus Magic? Good times. Mm-hmm. Which features battle scenes for five icons. This book does cover the Orc Lord. Hell yeah. Love that guy. If you click on the uh, one that's marked, hey, this is the actual fight, or whatever we titled this link, it's going to be an encounter that uses zip lines, uh, archers, and giant boulders and rocks being rolled down on your heads as... Uh, as orcs go back and forth, plinking away at you uh, from the high ground. Very advantageous position for them, and it's a pretty interesting fight. Orcs are cool, mm-hmm. you know? Orcs are pretty cool, I would agree. But in any case, uh, would let, let's bookend with more talk about 
orcs in general. Now, uh, th- this fight, I think, would fit with orcs as we've described them in our take on the setting. Yeah. I mean, these are clever people using terrain to their advantage. You don't see much of that in our orc fight because it was an ambush the other way around. You, yeah. you guys got the drop on them. Oh, boy, did we ever. <laughs> they still held their ground, no spoilers, but trust me. Another cool idea I had about orcs mm-hmm. um, is that because of their bio-organic origins, they're a little bit more comfortable with it. And I think if we ever run a Call of Cthulhu game or other Eldritch Horror game, we should play as a band of orcs because the people of the Dragon Empire know that there's no one better to turn to than orcs when you're dealing with flesh monsters. Because yeah. they're like, yeah, seen, been there, done that. Maybe not exclusively orc party, but I do like that. I like that a lot. You bring in the bringer. Yeah. That would be like 18th age. <laughs> Let's see what, how things are going in the 18th age. Oh gosh, you know what that is? Steampunk. 1800s? No. Steampunk. So yeah, pretty much. Fantasy 1800s and steampunk, one and the same. We're on to some hot shit here. We're on some sort of psychic wavelength. So, uh... Do orcs? What's do that? I think orcs have psionics. Have they figured out how to augment their minds to get telekinesis? Oh, by the 18th age? Undoubtedly. Currently, eh, maybe. I mean... They're getting there. Right now it's called blood magic, probably. Probably. Yeah! Blood magic is... Yeah, blood magic is a thing everywhere. The orcs get it this time. That is that is totally a thing in our setting now, yes. Uh, I do like the idea that since the orc army has been largely ignored in this campaign... They've had plenty of time to they, do some... They've just been operating stuff. independently. They, they've been running wild. Uh, They're good. They're like, oh, end of the world? Well, they've they've obviously... Penetrated pretty deep into Imperial territory when you meet them, and uh, maybe they've had all this time uh, being left alone, uh, which might make them uh, a lot more able to bounce back from the apocalypse compared to some other factions. Especially after they get softened up from the Dragon Empire gets softened up from all the you guys stuff, yeah, from all, all the you stuff guys. that's happening. Hey, it's not all us. It's also you know. Uh, the well, and the all and that other stuff is happening to the orcs as well. Uh, you guys are are the 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 difference. I don't know. I kind of I think it, I think it's funnier if they're just like they're good. They're just a little bit north. <laughs> oh, what if the orcs have uh, allied with Corson? She does have a monstrous coalition. That's like her whole deal. Yeah, maybe they were some advisors to her. Or, like, hey, hey, who's? I see you're working. I see you're working with flesh monsters. Here are some helpful tips. Well, we know that there have been two orc lords, the original and the current, which means they yeah. went uh, ages and generations untold without one. Maybe there's a whole orc diaspora, and the orc lord has the loyalty of quite a bit of them. That's why he's the orc lord. But there's still some splinter groups who might be more uh, willing to join up with Corson's. Uh, uh, patchwork army what's the current orc lord's politics <laughs> just real quick blood magic and war okay so he's like a technologist maybe yeah. the orcs who are allied with Corson are more traditionalists they're just like blood magic i have an axe yeah <laughs> that's that's pretty great yeah all right put that in my notes oh yeah We've done some good work. We've done some good work. And you know what else we've done? We've told people how much we'd like to thank Wade Rocket and uh, 
Fire Opal and Pelgrane for sharing this uh, very special encounter. Uh, the second battle of uh, the Orc Lord series in High Magic and Low Cunning. You can find that linked here. I think we'll also put it in the show notes of the upcoming session, just to make sure nobody ever misses it. And uh, you can find also links to the uh, the product pages if you want. If you like the look of this preview, go ahead and uh, slap down a pre-order. You can visit the product page, uh, place a pre-order, and you'll get the full PDF on February fifteenth, and uh, the book in the mail shortly thereafter. February fifteenth, you'll be all set for thirteenth age session seventy-six. <laughs> You're gonna look at our pathetic orc session and be like. <laughs> I'm an expert now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess that brings us to good night, folks. Good night. And but what if the zip lines are organic? Oh no, we're going to be here all night. 